Some say they're tolerant until someone else starts speaking. Can you handle the truth? Well, then, this is The Schrader Show. Welcome back to the Schrader Show. I am your host, Steve Schrader. Let's talk about this mayor's race in Menasha. Now, I'm going to admit, I don't know a lot about the mayor's race in in Menasha, but it's I saw the uh, I saw an interview. I think it was on WFRV, maybe or WBAY. And uh, if you can go ahead and roll a cool edit. Um, We'll see if this video stayed in the right... Yeah, it did stay in the right spot. So this is NBC26's Darby McCarthy. And she's giving a preview of the primary candidates going into Tuesday. And I wanted to share that with you. And then I've got an article on it. Uh, here is Darby, uh, Darby McCarthy with NBC26 News here in in. Uh, Green Bay. You can divine a lot about a city's future based on the people who set out to run it. I'm your Menasha neighborhood reporter, Darby McCarthy, and after speaking to four primary candidates in our city's upcoming election, here's what lies on the horizon. A consistent theme that I hear from folks is that they want a variety of safe, healthy, and affordable places to live. I really believe in Menasha, and I think our best days are before us. Menasha is a hidden gem. It truly is. I want to do something good for Menasha. Um, I was encouraged by the current mayor, uh, Don Merkis. When Don Merkis ran for the office of mayor 16 years ago, the city of Menasha was facing bankruptcy, and it was amongst the highest tax brackets in the Fox cities. Now, after years of turning the city's finances around, he's stepping back. A quote that I really love is that wise men plant trees that they may never sit under. In the running to take over are Kyle Coonan, Rebecca Nichols, Stan Sevenick, and Austin Hammond, <laughs> candidates with different platforms, but some shared goals, including community growth, and tax stability. Kyle Coonan. I'm looking to clean up the city's image, mm-hmm. bring in additional tax revenue, and accomplish all of that by growing the city within. Stan Sevenick. Uh, my number one priority would be to uh, facilitate the projects that are coming up. They're so important, and no, they're because not. I played a role in those, I feel I'm best suited no. to follow through on those projects. Austin Hammond. My slogan is lead for tomorrow, and my platform is economic responsibility, community pride, sustainability, and affordable housing. Those are the big four things that I'm really focusing on. And Rebecca Nichols. I really want to develop some public-private relationships to help bring resources to the city so that we can keep our taxes stable and strengthen our neighborhoods. The primary election is on February 20th. Shannon, <laughs> I don't know any of these candidates. I'll be honest. You know, I, 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 used, I saw a report like this, and I looked at all three of them and went, there's three out of the four. The first guy, I think it's the Coonan. Like, if I had to vote just based on what I heard there, it would have been Kyle Coonan because he said, I want to increase the tax base, meaning bring businesses in. Yeah. All the rest of them were, <laughs> you know, 
Sievernitz, he's currently at Manassas District 3 Alderman, and, 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 but he's on the Sustainability Committee and Redevelopment Authority. He, that, he volunteers for that. So, uh, you know, no. Because, you know, the, the big projects that he said uh, we can't afford not to was a solar energy plant. No. Yeah. Cancel yeah. it. <laughs> I'm with you. All I mean, t- if you're from Manasha, please call me because, wow, they suck for <laughs> candidates down there. Uh, I, I, well, you know, I drive through Manasha a lot, but did, I don't. <laughs> did, the Re- did the Republican Party endorse anybody down there? Let's look. I mean, you know, let's look and can you type that in there and see if uh, did the, the GOP in, endorse in the mayor's race? Did the county GOP put the, I would put out of Gamey County, right? Because that would be Manasha would be out of Gamey County, right? Winnebago. Do Winnebago in Menasha mayor's race, and so we'll we'll see if the Republican Party. I, I mean, again, I'm a conservative, so none of these at all. You know, Hammonds, his experience as a nonprofit sector as both an outreach coordinator for Habitat for Humanity and development director at Atlas Science Center. And he's currently pursuing a degree in political science and public administration. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Hammond, I'm your neighbor working for you is a slogan. Clean up the city's image. Bring in additional tax revenue. Grow the city up, not out, using background in urban planning. I mean, Kunin, Hammond, no. Uh, the crazy lady? Nope. Yeah. Um, she's uh, Rebecca Nichols. No, she's a nut job. Uh, Hammond, nut job. Sievernich, nut job. Um, I don't know. Did the, did the party endorse anybody? I don't know. I don't see anything. Okay. Yeah, I don't see it either. No, I don't see it either. But yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, from from those candidates, but it just said that, yeah, now Menasha. I would assume it's a nonpartisan. So Austin Hammond's slogan is "Lead for Tomorrow." You know that's that's original. And then the other ones got cut off of my article here. So, um, but anyway, um, I, I don't. I do. I just saw this week when I was. Doing show prep, watching, you know, because I try to watch WBAY, Fox, 11. I try to watch all of our local channels here, just just their local news. Because I want to see the crap they're peddling locally. Because mm-hmm. other than Fox, and now I'm talking locally. I'm not talking about Fox News. I'm talking about the local Fox. The rest of them are junk. I mean... Some of them have good sports departments. Bill's Yards is a good anchor. And, and weather. <laughs> Isn't there one channel you like 26 weather? I like 26's <laughs> weather. But you know, oh, no. You know why? Because 26 is a uh, tip for you folks. 
Oh, we never gave our t- we never gave our plumbing tip of the week. Oh yeah. The we- the the new house construction thing. So, I'm going to give you a little environmental workaround, folks. Cuz you know what? I was able to increase my carbon footprint last year and I'm I'm very proud of that. Um yeah, I was able to increase my carbon footprint. You'll hear more about it, but yeah. You want me to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, when you build a new house, the water you the water that the water pressure that comes out of the showers and sinks and stuff is always it's like on a water saving I don't know, capacity. So because of people like uh you know whatever, Sievernich or whoever is, you know, the sustainability, yada, 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 whatever. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. These people, you know, okay, the, the, the stuff that corporations waste money on and pretend they're doing something. But, yeah, that's the stuff. So they, we, they cause all these regulations, right? So the government says you shouldn't have as much water in your shower because they want you to stink. Because, you know, water heaters are bad for the planet. So they put Only these. Gas ones. Right, right. So the county puts these restrictions on. Now, we're not going to say who, but you can just go to a. I mean, if you have a relationship with your plumber and you're building a house, and it has to be after the inspection because you'll fail inspection prior to it. So when you get your house inspected and you turn on your shower and there's no water pressure, Make sure you talk to the plumber and say, okay, after the inspection, I want you to come in and rip out those. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden you and have I'll, water pressure. And, and voila, folks, <laughs> you will have water pressure. That is your Schrader how to increase your carbon for the week, tip of the week. And and washing machines. You need a washing machine um, that has a lot of water because my I have two washing machines, and one of them has more water than the other one, but the one without water, I can't, I can't even use it. It's like it almost feels like the clothes aren't even getting wet. Um, and well, I told them I wanted the I told them at the store I wanted the the one with the most water. <laughs> so I don't know, but I really can't stand those waterless. Oh, they're not waterless, but seem waterless washing machines. Yeah, I I am. I with wish you. there was a fix for that. I you know what? Uh, hopefully, a lot of this garbage goes away in a second Trump term because. Yeah, it it just is. It's remember, garbage. Remember what the light bulbs when he he looks better with incandescent light bulbs. <laughs> Do I got an article in the stack on that? Uh, there, there was a I've got an article on the war he's that Brandon's waging against natural gas now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to it last week. It's is it somewhere in the stack of stuff here? But Brandon's going after natural gas. Now, again, we have all, we're the Saudi Arabia of not only oil, but uh, natural gas as well. And Brandon's going after that. We'll have that for the podcast this, uh, starting on Tuesday. I've got a great article out of The Federalist by um, David uh, Harnessy. Uh, the title of the article is Joe Biden Keeps Rewarding the Terrorists. Uh, South Carolina uh, Senate approves a, a concealed carry. Um, New Jersey political operative charged in mailbox fraud. 
Uh, and, oh, we'll talk about this real brief. That Those are some of the stories that we'll get to on the podcast starting on Tuesday. And the twin story, because that is a oh, good story. Yes, we have, <laughs> we're probably not going to get it. Go ahead and uh, give them a little bit of tease about the story, and we'll give more details on Tuesday. Well, it was, it was two girls. One girl was watching um, America's Got Talent when she was 12, saw another girl that looked exactly like her dancing on the show, and then she saw her seven years later on a TikTok video getting her eyebrow pierced, and she, it, she still looks exactly like her, and it turns out this hospital they were both born at was selling babies for years, decades, and they found out that they're twin sisters. That's a how really did, good story. How does a hospital and then they steal lost babies? All the for, and the hospital's not open anymore. Well, of course, but well, no. So we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that story of these twin sisters that were separated, separated. Well, not at birth, but pretty. Well, how, yeah, they were both sold to different people. They were selling babies and. They were sold to different people. And the, the parents that bought them didn't know that they were stolen. So what happened? Well, first of all, you shouldn't be buying children. Yeah. Well, it, it, There's adoption agencies. And, and they said it cost like a year's salary to buy a baby. Or it did. They sold. A, there's a lot of babies that were sold, if you read that story, from that hospital. And well, these but, girls might have twin brothers, too. Hey, it's a good story. You you need to. But so the uh, the parents were in cahoots with the hospital to sell these babies. I no, they they were buying them from somebody that was stealing them from the hospital, but they didn't know where they were getting them from. They were just selling the babies, that, and it uh, goes all the way up to two thousand five. So it's so this is a this is a fascinating story. So this yeah. will be this we'll 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 talk about this Tuesday on the podcast as well. Yeah. That will be the the first topic we'll do. In fact, that'll be the first topic we do Tuesday. We'll 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 talk about that. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. When we get back, we're going to talk about Mike Lee and the article he wrote for the Federalist. Now uh, we'll get into it, but I'm not. I'm probably not going to be able to get through all of it. But we'll be back on Tuesday to talk about the rest of it. If we don't wrap it up today, but we're going to try to do that on why he's a hell no on this border bill because they just dropped it to him. And, well, I'll tell you why he's no when we get back. You're listening to The Schrader Show. If you want to be the final caller, 920-406-1360, 888-455-1360. Back in a minute. Back in a minute.